What's up, guys? Sports Snippets. Dennis Sullivan here to discuss the Miami Heat. What an outstanding job they did on Saturday night with a victory, an 18-point victory in Charlotte against the Hornets, 104-86. You can find me on YouTube as well. Did a video on this game. Also, as the NBA is picking up, basketball's heating up. We got things to talk about here. The Heat improved their record to 34 and 20, only percentage points behind the Chicago Bulls for the top spot in the Eastern Conference standings. Although, plenty of congestion in the Eastern Conference this season. It makes it a little bit more a little bit more interesting, of course, when you have a lot of teams that are that are very close to one another in the standings. As an example, the Nets currently the Brooklyn Nets are currently a sixth seed. However, they're only four games out of, of the top spot or four games behind the Bulls entering Sunday's action. So had some had some time Saturday night, rainy Saturday in Florida, and would stay home watch this game. It's pretty interesting matchup where the heat really uh, you know the, it wasn't the the greatest game to watch if you're looking for just nice play plays and and beautiful shots and great perimeter shooting this really wasn't that kind of game the heat shoot just under 20 make that under 42 percent i'm sorry 41.8 percent from the field it's not very good Charlotte was even lower than that at 38.4%. But Jimmy Butler, he was the difference maker who was taking and making a variety of high percentage percentage shots in the paint, near the paint. He would finish with a game-high 27.6 rebounds, 4 assists, and a block. And perhaps most importantly, convert 10 of 13 shots from the floor. He was the difference maker, guys. In this game, another thing that can easily be pointed out to would be the turnovers. Because the rebounds are virtually even. 50 to 49 advantage for Charlotte. But, I mean, it's virtually even. Turnovers were huge in this game. Charlotte committing 20 turnovers, guys. It's way too many. To the Heat's only 12 turnovers. Charlotte would look rather sloppy at times in the half-court offense and in a little bit of transition. You know, they had a few uh, possessions where it was more of like a mini fast break or a little bit up-tempo, and they would not do a good job taking care of the basketball in this game. Charlotte does in fact have a winning record on the season they're still 28 and 26 but you i was thinking to myself like how did that happen or how how is this happening and they're still they have some good players i mean you got Lamelo ball terry rogier miles bridges they have a good cast of players but i tell you what guys you got to take much better care of the basketball and their defense really is not that good from what i've seen particularly the perimeter defense allowing too many drives to the basket. Even though they held the heat to under 42% from the field, they did allow a fair amount of these uncontested type of drives to the hoop. 
As far as the Heat go, we had P.J. Tucker, 5 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Bam Adebayo also was big with a double-double. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals for Bam, and 2 blocks. Kyle Lowry, welcome back to him. 9 points, 6 assists. He had 4 steals. Duncan Robinson was quiet. 3 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and a block. Tyler Hero, another strong performance off the Heat bench. 19 points, 4 rebounds, 3 steals, and a block. Caleb Martin. So both Caleb and Cody Martin were in action. Uh, Caleb for the Heat, Cody for Charlotte Hornets. Caleb is a nice addition to the Heat. He would finish with 8 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. You know, his activity, his physicality, you need that. The Heat need a player like Caleb Martin. Very good to see him in the lineup. Dwayne, or coming off the bench and getting minutes. Dwayne Dedman, the big man off the bench. Six points, nine rebounds, a steal on the block. He would log 17 minutes. Would like to see Dedman get a little more time. Kyle Guy would play in limited action. He would record an assist and two steals. Omar Yurtsevin would not score or really record any statistics from what I'm seeing here in three minutes of play. The Hornets were led by Miles I'll make that Terry Rozier, 16.6 rebounds. And then you had Miles Bridges, 15, 5, and 5. Bridges would block four shots for Charlotte. Gordon Hayward uh, did not score three rebounds, two assists. Mason Plumley. now he's a good interior defender. It's just that uh, there's too many drives to the basket from what I'm seeing that, they, that Charlotte would allow. So Plumley's uh, effectiveness... It's only going to take him so far. He's a good inside defender, though. Six points, ten rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. LaMelo Ball, by his standards, was very quiet. Twelve points, six rebounds, three assists. Cody Martin, eight points, five rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Kelly Albrey Jr., nine points, six rebounds, three assists. A guy I've always liked... Wouldn't mind seeing him in a Heat uniform one day, hopefully. P.J. Washington, 11 points, 4 rebounds. Nick Richards scored a point, 2 rebounds, and an assist. Um, Charlotte got nice play from Ish Smith off the bench, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. He played well. James Bauknight would only record 14 seconds of playing time. So, guys, the Heat at 34 and 20 looking pretty good as i mentioned in the video and and you can catch me on youtube but i'll say this as well on this podcast i like the defensive intensity for the heat it's a little bit better than last year i like that i also like for the most part what i'm seeing these last few games the shot selection is a little bit better for the heat than it was last year what is concerning to me or at least something I will be watching very closely throughout these last 28 or so regular season games, is how the Heat are going to match up against the bigger, more physical teams. This was a concern of mine last year. It remains a little bit of a concern of mine this year as well, although the Heat tend to focus on other areas. You can't ignore the fact that... There have been certain times in the last few years where the Heat were just kind of pushed around. Bam can, underneath that is, pushed around underneath. Bam can only do so much. 
So this is why when I say things like Deadman should play 21, 22 minutes, okay, he doesn't have to, but I think it's a good idea to get him in that rhythm because we're going to need him. I mean, there's not a huge difference between 22 minutes and 17, but still, I don't like to see his minutes go too low, let's put it that way, when it comes to Dwayne Deadman. So, guys, let me know what you think. I will definitely be back on here soon, talking some more Miami Heat and some more NBA basketball. Catch me on YouTube. Bye for now.